Hello everyone and welcome on into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. Uh, last week we came back, you know, y'all said we sound good on the mics. That was like oh, music to right. our ears. Return of the Mac Yes. This was, that was just like music to my ears. I was like so concerned that we would, like the quality, because you know, we are part of the Beehive over here. So quality means everything. Like, yes, that's yes, just yes. Because I was, I was about to throw myself out the window because I couldn't find this thing for my microphone, but I made it work because it's all about the quality. Yeah. Can we just give a shout out to Eric for being very patient with us and figuring this shit out? Because we be on some shit. When, before we get started, I'm like, wait a minute. Like... I forgot my slippers. <laughs> Hold on. I got to get my headphones. Wait, I need some water. It's just it's, so, it's so um, different doing it on our, like, we're not doing it on our own. Obviously, Eric is here, but just like having our, we we are doing tech stuff. But tech to us is just having a microphone and using a computer. I know. It's that I be feeling stupid as shit. I like the mic not turn up on. Like what? Yeah. I the USB definitely. is not slotted. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about technology. It's just yeah, it's definitely. I don't want to learn either. Like the th- that's the the crazy thing about like technology. I don't want to learn more. Like I don't. You really don't. I hate it. I hate new technology. Um, I've been like restoring and going back to just like using less technology because of this pandemic and living online. Like living or like being online can sometimes just make me literally. Sick. I'm. Mean, I i do not want to be on the internet. I want to be living my life. Yeah. You know. So I just be trying to do that. Like live my life. I feel like uh, the internet is gonna become like mail one day. It's like something you just like. Oh gosh, I gotta go on it real quick. <laughs> to you. Hate mail. And I hate the internet. <laughs> or technology. Period. Period. How are you? I am good um, after just sweating my brains out, but I am <laughs> good. Um, oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I feel like I'm tired. I feel like I'm just yawning, you know, if that makes sense. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm good. I just, um, I was looking for, I wasn't looking for it, but I was like, hey, I haven't seen that in a while. I got this free um, hand sanitizer from Kiehl's. And I couldn't find it, and I actually found that today. So oh. um, I'm like, yay! Now I can refill my hand sanitizer thing. It um, it has uh, how do you pronounce it? Glycerin. Glycerin. Yes, it has glycerin in it. Yeah. So um, I had you got that before me, but I hadn't had a chance to try the free hand sanitizer. But we were giving it away with every purchase at one point. Yes. Like even if you bought it, a lip balm, like if you bought a nine lip balm, you would get a whole thing of and hand it's sanitizer. Big. It's big, y'all. It is. It's four point. It's four um ounces. Yeah, and then they have um again the glycerin because most of the time if you use a hot sanitizer, got all that alcohol in it, dry your hands out. But glycerin helps to attract some moisture to the skin. Mm-hmm. So I just used it. It's there. the best thing for the skin, uh, your hair. I love. If you it. see glycerin on ingredient lists, um, and you dry, you need to get it. Yes, I also have this um. I don't know if it's still good, but I have Purell from 2016, and I'm still using it Period. because Purell is just you can't find it anymore. Um, so I'm holding on to it. So yeah, and Purell hit different. Like they still got it Purell at the hospital, yes. and the texture of it. Like I feel like other hands, not us, like being able using hand sanitizer so much we can compare textures, but <laughs> I feel like the 
Hand sanitizer at like the mall and the supermarkets. First of all, it smells like tequila. It's sticky. Yes, it it's given aloe vera. Like, did y'all make this shit in the back? And then, it. It, or sometimes it'd be like very watery. Like, it'll look, it just feels like, <laughs> never mind, this is so nasty. But you'll hit that little dispenser. It feels like something by just like pee, yeah. like directly. <laughs> <in your laughs> Sorry, but yeah, the Purell at the hospital, it'd be real firm and like a jello, like, ugh. Yeah, so that's why, and the thing is, even though this is from 2016, it still feels like it, like it's new. So I don't know. I mean, if anybody knows um, the shelf life of um, hand sanitizer, please let me know. I will stop using it. But for now, like it's still, like I said, like it's just something about Purell. Like, you know, and after being- pure. Exactly. And after being through all this, I definitely feel like um, definitely certified into talking about um, hand sanitizer. I feel certified. Some like one time we were at Nordstrom and Lacey was like, "Don't use a hand sanitizer. It smells like fried chicken." <laughs> like why? Like why do? Like why do it smell like fried chicken? And she, I, the thing is, she wasn't wrong. Like, but by the time she told me don't use it, I had already had it in my hand. So I was like, "Up, yeah, I don't like that." So I'm very like. Um, it's like it makes your hands dirtier. It's like, how did that happen? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, right? So, it's just like, after that, it's just like, you gotta... Pure-ass gold. I gotta watch my back, because I'm not just anybody. Period. Um, sorry, You just had I a birthday. Drink. Oh, sorry. I decided to ask you a question I as did. soon as... I did. I did. Um, yeah. It, I just had a birthday. I was born 29 years ago. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so crazy, so wild, so um crazy. Yeah, I don't feel I still don't feel anything. Um I just want um I just want money. Um that's how I feel <laughs> um, with, the, with the age. I just would like to I would just like to get my credit in order, get a car. Like that's just what that's just how I feel. Simple thing. How do you feel now in comparison to your early twenties? Cause we at the end, baby. <laughs> We're at the end. I, I feel, honestly, it's crazy because I feel younger now than I did in the beginning because I was so hell-bent on being an adult and I was so hell-bent on not being where I am now. And now that I'm, now I like, if if you would have told me in my early 20s that this is where I would be at, it would have been a nightmare to me, honestly. But now that I'm here, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I don't know what to say. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what what's, to say. Like, what's the resolution? Life really comes at you fast, and um, my thing is, my early twenties. The one thing that I don't want to say, like, I have regrets and stuff, but from my early twenties, I just wish that I took more chances and didn't frown my face up at certain stuff. Like, oh, I can't do X, Y, Z because like, I have a degree, or I can't do this because that and blah 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 because it's crazy because the things that I didn't want to do if I did them they would have gotten me further um I feel um so just the um uh, uh I guess uh like advice to any like younger people now like for instance if you think you're too good or anything to you know you're like oh I'm not working that retouch like whatever just just shut up and just do it um, because you can definitely get ahead. Just do it. Um, you know, stack your paper. Um, just build your resume. Build your resume. Um, pay off your car. Just do it. Like, don't ever feel like you're too good to do something. Because that's where I'm. I feel like I. 
obviously it's not permanent like oh i fucked up but like i i feel like that's where i may have messed up thinking that i was too good to do certain things so yeah that's a, i feel like i'm definitely more humble now um as i get older and i understand that everything because my i thought that like you know 18 i move out of the house and then by 22 i have my own house and i'm doing a thing and it's just like life isn't really like that no. also we're gonna get into it because it's on the streaming network but i was watching the nanny um and they are in the well fran is in her like 30s um, and so was her best friend Val. And an episode I was watching last night, Val is thirty three and she still lives at home. And she um finally moved out and you know got her own place at thirty three. So I'm just like, wow. Um, uh, I didn't pay attention to that, you know, when I was growing up. I mean, why would I? I was a kid. But yeah, just stuff like that. Um, and just realizing that everything. You know, everybody does not have it all together. Like, you know? So, yeah. yeah that's facts. I, and, and knowing, too, like, it's so easy to look back and be like, you know what I wish I did in my 20s? But I feel like I didn't know any better, you know? And I had to go through things to get me here. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm just like, I can't, it don't even make sense sometimes to say I wish I knew that because the journey is why you know. Like, you just didn't inherently know yeah, certain things. Yeah, that's very things. true. Like, and that's why you feel, I feel so much better now in my late 20s because of all the lessons I learned in my early 20s, you know? I just yeah. felt like it would have been no way for me to arrive here without being, like, born perfect. So, I'm just like, I, I'm so thankful for the journey because I get to see the growth and, like, the change. And, like, I don't wish I was younger. I don't want to go back to my early 20s. I really don't. My level of not giving a fuck now has brought me so much peace. I don't want to go through all that hell I went through, that mental up and down of your early 20s. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very hard, especially if you don't have, like, uh, maybe a family, like a parent that's kind of went through the same thing as you. If, like, you kind of cross over between two worlds, being misguided early 20s is hard. So... I'm looking forward to my 30s. Like, I just feel so much more grown and just ready to take on the world. And anytime I think I took a step back, I try to remember that it's just a slingshot. Two two steps back, four steps forward. Like, mm -hmm. that's just how No, that's very go. true. That's very true. Like Big Sean said, if you're a real one, you know how to bounce back. And you exactly. always will. So, you don't have to regret anything. Like, yeah. it's a journey. It's that's very true. It's just like I would like to give the advice to you Absolutely. know other that's people because like when yeah. people that were older than me used to give me advice when I was in when I was in my um early twenties, they were like kind of I would say like kind of mean. They would be pessimistic. like yeah, very pessimistic. Like who oh, you think you gonna do that? You and it just was like <laughs> enjoy that body while you're young. I'm like, well, you know what? You're leaving a few facts out of the story. The facts are that you don't take care of yourself, and that's why you look the way you look. Exactly. I, I and play, also, I look I've better. Never now. Had the uh, first of all, I've never had that body, so uh, <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> but the thing, I definitely see some differences in how I lost weight in my early twenties versus now. Like I'm not even gonna lie, I ain't gonna yeah. kid you one bit. But I guess it's just like. I, I feel like some people are pessimistic because they never got it together. But if you have a growth mindset, like age is just like, I, well, like bring it on. Like I want to, I hope I live a really long life. And so getting older is part of that. Um, and it can be scary. Like I really do think, especially as a woman, your worth goes out the window when people no longer consider you like hot and young. But you know, I'm pushing through because like so many women have, and also it helps seeing like Beyonce get older before me, not gonna lie. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very hopeful. Very but yeah, helpful. it's good to give advice. This one girl at my job did tell me that 28 is the best age. And I can definitely see that the 28 seems to be like a very, and I just feel better than I ever have so far. Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely coming to terms with stuff. That's how I feel. Coming to terms with stuff and things. Yeah, definitely. I'm de- and every day isn't even a good day. I just feel better about how I can move through situations. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, definitely a great unexpected little segment there. Let's get into our phase four, okay? And we'll keep it quick because we know we took a lot of time on in our intro. So phase four, um, four ways we like to celebrate. This question came from Ryan, aka the adult on Twitter. And the reason why she, she asked this question is because Sabrina's birthday just passed. So we are we were definitely in a celebration space this weekend. So what are four ways you like to celebrate? So first, I like to celebrate with um, food, like how we did. Um, It's always fun to, you know, go out and try new things. And I really, I really miss like splitting food with friends and things like that. Just laughing, kikiing over dinner. Um, So that's like, that is like, obviously no particular order, but that's like my number one. Um, number two is just being in an intimate setting, like with family and friends, like for instance, how, you know, we will go be over your house, um, and things like that. That's like my, that's like my all time favorite, honestly, the way to celebrate like in intimate settings, um, because it's not overwhelming and you are surrounded by people who, you know, that, um, that you love, um. It's not like you're around like um all these people you feel like you gotta entertain or whatever. It's just like, you know, just an intimate setting. Um, another way I like to celebrate is with family. Um that's um I mean, come on. Come on now. It doesn't um, get any better than that. <laughs> come on, I can't get any better than that. But um <laughs> but yeah, I like to celebrate with family. Um and I do miss that, um, being around my family and celebrating, um, just stuff, just not nothing in particular, just stuff. Um, that was three. The fourth one, I like to celebrate with buying myself something. Oh, why do we have damn near the same pay for? That's crazy. <laughs> I like to get myself a little treat. But, um, yeah, whatever. Oh, so you go, girl. Whatever that may be. Like, if it's, like, um maybe, like, a hat or maybe a donut. Like, it varies. Like, you know, <laughs> or a comic book, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I like to celebrate if getting something. Okay. I definitely have, like, 75% of your list. <laughs> um, but I'm going to get a little more specific because I did notice some differences. Like, okay, on my list, the first thing is I like to celebrate with food, but sweets specifically. So, yeah, like, yeah you do. <laughs> if I get any any good news, I'm like, let's get cake. <laughs> like, let's get ice cream. Let's get water ice. Let's get a milkshake. Get me some candy. Like, it's a good day. Let's get something sweet. That's so true. That really is you. I like going out with friends. Like if something if something's good, you just want to be around the people who helped you get there. Like you just want to be around the people who made, you know, who supported you through bad things. Mm-hmm. I just want to support with y'all. 
So I love doing it. Even like there have been times like that some of the best days have spent been spent like just Ooh, excuse me. Meeting Sorry. up with friends, going to brunch, like being in the park, all those things. So love that. Um retail therapy is the one. Oh, mm-hmm. I really do believe that I should get something. Like I should buy myself something for every great thing that I do cuz getting out of baby so hard. Like it just really do. So I'm like, "Oh, let me get this Savage X Fenty up. Like let me go get my hair done, let me go get my nails done, like let me get a massage. Like that's what I like to do. I like to buy myself something. And then finally, I like to drink. When I'm real happy, I'm, like when I'm happy, like the thing is I'm not a huge drinker. I'm not, like I don't drink often. But when I'm real happy, like at my birthday parties or, you know, my last day at a job, a drink just hit different because I'm already happy. It just elevates the happy. You be like, blame it on the juice. Yes, you got A, A, what's your name? <laughs> a, <laughs> my name is A, okay? And this is, no, I just love it. I probably sound like an alcoholic, but I'm like, no. When you happy and you have a drink, uh, <laughs> again, if you're supposed to have a drink and you have one, it's really popping. <laughs> it's not popping if you're not supposed to be drinking yes. for whatever reason. Yes, definitely not. <laughs> yes. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, yeah, that was our fave four. Shouts to that one. Guys, keep it coming. I know a few other people made some suggestions. We took the screenshots. And as always, we'll revisit in the future. Next. Sorry. I don't know why I said that. I said next. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Like, I just felt like something jumped down my throat real quick while I was talking. Wow. Okay. So, next. Let's get into those forces. So, um... Just let it glow, all right? My girlfriend, Deandra, and her girlfriend, Natasha, came together, and they they started a podcast called Just Let It Glow. And when I tell y'all, I listened yesterday, and it was so funny. I feel like if you like Black Girl Brunch because of these really authentic, like, Black girl conversations, you're going to love them. Because like I told Sabria, they were talking about the coldest winter ever. Like, they were out here talking about, what's that nigga named Derek Jackson and Deandra? <laughs> was like, I don't trust no nigga to make videos in his car. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. Period. Exactly. Like, if a man is making a video in his car, run. It. That's it. That's the end of the story. He's trying to hide from his family. So, um, yeah. Please give them a listen. They're on SoundCloud. Just Let It Glow uh, podcast. Yes. And she, first of all, like... She is, um, I know her through, uh, I know DeAndre through Iman. And like when the first time I like actually talked to her was, um, through, uh, Clubhouse. And I remember that she was like, no shade to anybody else, but she was like my favorite part. Like <laughs> I wanted to continue to talk to her. <laughs> you like, but no shade to anyone else who participated. Nobody. Just- <laughs> But no, DeAndre was I'm better. I'm so sorry, but she was definitely my favorite part. I'm not yeah. gonna hold you. No, for real, because she just she just had she knew was. I feel like maybe I'm biased, but when people say things I agree with, I just like, oh, so rare to find, like, so <laughs> so so rare to find someone who's just as, like me. Like I don't know what to say. Like someone who I feel like has sense. A, a woman who has sense, but also isn't boring, but also isn't judgmental. It's very hard to find. So yeah, we're just like uh, buttering her up. Natasha's also wonderful. They have like such great chemistry. So please listen to our um our our black girls, our black girl podcast sisters. I guess that's what we can call each other. Yeah. 
Fun fact, they record their podcast in the same studio as us. We had the same we had the same father. We had the same daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't say that. We shouldn't say that. Um, moving on uh, to tea time. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like something every week. You know, it's just something every week. I'm so nervous. Like I feel like I've been kind of sick all week about this. But DMX, you know, mm-hmm. the legend. We all know he has struggled with addiction his entire career, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I can say we all have seen like a growth in DMX. And he's been so transparent about his journey. And it's something like that's just so inspiring about somebody who has been dealt such a shit hand as far as upbringing. Um, but still is trying to grow orchids and just be a more le- lean into being more gentle, lean mm-hmm. into discussing, lean into religion. Like I just never have seen such a solid attempt for someone to to just outrun their like darkness. But it's like the darkness seems to keep catching up with him and it didn't stop this weekend. Like so it was reported that DMX um suffered an overdose and he's in a vegetated state. Um yeah, vegetative state after a drug overdose. Um, he has been in a the hospital. They're saying that it's not looking great. Um, I just do not want to hear that. Like, I just don't want to deal with that. Like, I can't. I cannot yeah. deal with it. Because it's so, like, I, I'm like even though I know that he, like, battled with addiction his whole life, it's just, like, he's just somebody that I just felt like was, like, I don't want to say, like, like rather invincible. Um, yeah. I would say, or like, I just thought that like, you know, he was, but the thing is with addiction, it's not a straight path. Um, and it's not, it's, it's, it is a illness and you do, you deal with it your whole life. So constantly he's battling with this literally every day, all the time, every single day. And, you know, I actually heard, I knew his story from like watching like behind the music, one of those documentaries, but it was recently like an interview where he talked about how he got addicted to drugs. And it was because he was 14. He had never drank. He never smoked. He never did anything, but his mentor who was in the thirties at the time pressured him into smoking the the blunt and he said as soon as he did it he was like whoa what is this and he said he had laced the blunt with crack and you know it was sad to watch because he was crying and he was like how can you claim you love somebody and then ruin their lives he was like you know in one minute because that guy did discover him and encourage him to rap he's like in one way he like saved my life but in the other one in the other way he kind of turned he ruined my life you know and it just speaks to how like uh, the wrong mentor can lead you, can, can just really fuck you up. Because what if that man had said, oh, he got a gift. Let me groom him and keep him away from drugs. But there was the blind leading the fucking blind. And this is why some of y'all old heads is just the fuck old. They not, they not wise. They don't have no mm-hmm. wisdom. They yeah. have nothing to offer you. Old ass dirt bags. And this is a great <laughs> example of this. <laughs> Because you said old ass dirt bags. They oh. are. They just an old ass bag of shit sitting here <laughs> praying on younger people because nobody else, people their age know they're a loser. So they, you know, surround no, themselves very true, with impressionable it's like, why, children and stuff. Exactly. Because it's like, why at your age are you around? Um, like A 14 year old. Yeah, a 14 year old. 
Like, what do y'all have in common? I don't if even I, know no 14-year-olds. I, like, even the ones in my family, I'm like, what you be TikToking? Like, I don't know what to talk to a 14-year-old about. Like, I don't. I'm a house school, house TikTok. Like, that's all I got to ask. Like, I don't know. What challenge? You know, yeah, but no, it's, just so... it's developmentally if you on the same page as a 14 year old. But, you know, th- think about somebody looking for love. They're not going to say, hi, you're 30. Why are you talking to me? They're going to say, finally, someone showing me attention because, you know, he was just said he just came out of like a detention center. His mom was super abusive. And that's what happened. That was somebody who took advantage of a vulnerable soul, like this mm-hmm. super talented person with just this mean streak down and this drug addiction. And I'm just like, I'm just pissed off because we just saw him jamming at verses with like Snoop and we all were so happy and I was just so happy that people were celebrating him because I, I felt like for a while people didn't really give DMX his flowers you know but now I, I felt like that was happening recently yeah I feel the same way too like I feel like people because I really feel like he just like in the league of one of the greats like first of all no niggas sound no nigga sound like him the closest was probably pop smoke to me yep the closest um, was definitely pop smoke um, but and even still no comparison <laughs> like no love exactly pop I, no like that's comparison. the closest guy who was doing something as bold as what they were doing i mean with their sound and their voice and sounding aggressive but i'm like when i think about dmx and i think about one two meet me outside i'm like wait a minute that's just like literally my childhood like and that also song. like it was crazy because i remember that was in um like mike and i was so like i remember because i went to the movie theater to see like mike and i just remember everybody just being so hyped that part and that's just such an iconic you know part and yep. the fact that he you know crossed the, i mean i, I mean Gen- um, I don't know the word I want to say. I guess genuinely speaking, that's a child's movie, you know? And yeah, but DMX was in it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I think about, like, my cousin, um, D. My cousin, D, loved DMX. Yeah, and he, we my cousin. <laughs> Sabrina, what that means? D is, like, the most unhinged person I know. <laughs> Yo, so real quick story about my cousin D. I was thinking about this shit earlier, and I almost text you. Um, so Sabria, <laughs> Sabria showed my cousin D one of the niggas she was talking to sneakers. <laughs> when I tell y'all these sneakers were hideous, <laughs> if just picture going to Marshalls and finding the biggest white oldest Nikes you can find, like them, like the serial killers two point like those. <laughs> Them big ass white sneakers, like, <laughs> but they they are Nike, but it's just like, why would Nike make this? <laughs> That's what you be thinking when you look at it. So, my Sabria showed my cousin D the sneakers, and my cousin got so mad at Sabria for fuck. She she's like, why would you even fuck with him? He he, please don't bring him to none of my fucking parties. <laughs> he told Sabria, if you got a nigga wearing them sneakers, don't bring him to shit I have. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> he said, don't ever bring him to none of my parties. <laughs> That's so funny to me. But, but the yes. thing is, he's very, like, deadpan. So the way he said it, it just was like, and he said it, he just walked away. Like, no, like, that was it. <laughs> yes, like, my cousin will ask my grandma. He'd be like, grandma, you want a blunt? She'll be like, huh? He'd be like, huh? Like, he'll do stuff like that. <laughs> And it's just so, he always been, to me, like, one of the coolest people. So, um, he's funny and he's cool. Everybody fuck with him. So, when he, like, DMX, 
it made me want to like DMX because I'm like, he cool. He knows everything cool. <laughs> and we just listen to that, like listen to DMX CD so much. But as you get old, older, slipping hits a different way. Like slipping, I'm yeah. slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. I'm like, wow, are you hitting yeah. home right now? Like, that was a, um, yeah, I like was just thinking about that song too. God, it's just such a. It, I just, I don't know. Like, it's not looking good, but I'm praying for a miracle. I'm praying for everyone who's suffering from addiction because I understand it's just nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. Like, nobody and it's wants hard. This. And I, I'm pretty sure it's, um, a lot of people say it's even harder during these times. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, you know, we're going to just keep our ears to the um streets listening to some more information but um wow jesus sorry i just read all 15 of his children came to the hospital to visit um apparently had 15 children with nine just different women but i'm happy they all got a chance to get up there i just did not know he had that many kids i don't know why oh that's a lot of kids yeah um that's they're cute and he got a baby one is like three what he was born in wait. He was born in twenty sixteen. I feel like old niggas always got a kid, like a baby. <laughs> yes, yes, and that baby get the best treatment. <laughs> I really feel like old niggas always. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. He five. He five years old. So that's give, still give young. That's still yes. so young. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. And he has a fiance. I didn't know that either. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that either. <sighs> I remember his um his wife that he had like. Growing on that, up. It was on a reality show, right? I think so. I think, it was on, I think it was Couples Rehab. It might have been. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Look at all his kids. One of them looked just like her. Him. It's crazy. This, actually, a few of them do. He's <sighs> like, he has strong genes. He was yeah. also like, nobody ever talk about it, but like he was kind of like a sex symbol. Like Karina I'm, talks about that all the time, how she was attracted to DMX as a kid. I was like, you too grown. You was too grown because yeah, I, did, I didn't I notice always that. Like he was a grown up and I <laughs> and I couldn't see him in that way. I only noticed it as I got older. Because like I didn't yeah. I never noticed it when I was a kid because I would never look at him like that. Like I'm like Karina says she my cousin said that she was looking at him like that when she was a kid. She was like, Oh, he's fine. What? And I'm like, really? You should wasn't looking at like Mario and Lil <laughs> Romeo like the rest of I us. I would have never looked like looked at DMX like that. I, just, I was like, that's definitely uncle. Yeah, that's the unk. That's unk. That's def and it's the uncle that you're kind of scared of, but he seems to really love you. So it's like, uh, what the hell, Karina? You're nuts. I know. I was like, you and she's so unsuspecting. She's so quiet. I'm like, it always be the quiet ones that just be unhinged. <laughs> she's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, prayers for DMX. I'm gonna listen to him all damn week. All right, all day, every day. Yes, prayers up for the guy. Um, so stream some DMX. Um, and also the nanny. Is streaming Child. on HBO Max, and this the Twitter Twitter's loving it, y'all. I'm on season three already, and that show has been <laughs> it's only been streaming for like four days, and I'm on season um three. Wow, that is sick! Like y'all have no idea how happy I was to get the nanny streaming. Like I feel like that is just like I feel like I really identify with nanny friend. I really do. Me too. The outfits. Oh, goodness, I, the outfits. It's I definitely, like, 
she just is very like flamboyant and annoying and i'm like same um so yeah i just love mr sheffield did annoy me sometimes though because i feel like sometimes he was sleeping on fran a little bit like yo yeah but if you rewatch it like it makes sense and i really like the way they handled it if you okay maybe i need to rewatch it because like remember when i when i was a kid you know, I had opinions about the Parkers and then like we have rewatched it as adults and we're like, no, Nikki was out of line. Like Nikki was really out of line. She a lot was of definitely times. out of line. She was not she was out of line and she was just disrespectful. I thought that <laughs> several HIPAA I, violations. She has several, violated so many of his rights. So many violations. And like I thought like from what I because I always like was obsessed with like flamboyant like annoying women so i always loved um like peg bundy fran fine um yeah. so i was under the impression that fran was like kind of like that like i i from when i was a kid i just remember her being but it wasn't her that was on mr shuffield like that um it was cc um oh uh, but you know i remember that too i remember her and mr shuffield having like this chemistry right but then sometimes he would just be like Danny Fran, like he was, like he was, act like he was better or something. No, like. he. You, if you rewatch it, it's it's totally different. It's so crazy okay. how you see stuff from a child's eyes, but like, yes. it's um, yeah, it's it's totally different, and it makes sense, and I just like it. Like, not, I don't know if it's I'm getting older, but I just really like when, like, no, <laughs> like not trying to be mushy, but like I really like when people like relationships like take their time and people get to know each other like i'm just so obsessed with it so i like that too um not I, realistic for my life i don't got time to be sitting around you every day and watch you dating other people i'll snap but yeah. i do like it in in movies yeah i do like it in movies and stuff like that and i feel like sometimes it is necessary for real life because sometimes you know it's a certain time that somebody might not be ready for you or you might be ready for them but right. Yeah, so as long as it's not me, the one that's waiting, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, if it's mutual, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah, I just don't. But you know what? It, I just don't see if I like you. Once I like, that's no gray area with me. <laughs> Once I like you, calm. I'm like, that's. I it. just feel like don't panic. Like I feel like when when Prince Montana said, "Don't panic," I feel like breathe. That's how. But I feel. also, <laughs> I do miss the time where people knew they like each other right away and was like, "Let's just date." Like I mean, some people still do that. Some people yeah, still some like people that. do, and that's do how that. I am. Like, I'm very intentional. Yeah, that's that's very unless true. it happens by mistake, like with a coworker or something. I can definitely understand. Like I love that. I love I love that when it's like not the person that you thought it would be. It's like oh, like you know, I really love that. So that's why I'm really enjoying the nanny because they both are having their fun, and it's not like bam obvious like you know in a relationship. Like you know, I no, like it. A I lot. definitely like the show. The fashion, the kids are cute. She gave yeah. such great advice. She did. Um, but I the uh, I do I'm not a fan of the oldest daughter. I'm really not. Um I don't even remember her. I just remember the kid and the baby. Um, but that's yeah, that that was um Brighton and Gracie and Maggie is the oldest one. Okay, yeah, I definitely um just remember the two younger ones. I've been getting Cece and the older one <laughs> confused. Yeah, I, I need know, to because, watch again. Yeah, because they got the same haircut. Yeah, they got the same. Um, they have the same. They have the same exact haircut. And I just was looking at. I'm like, yo, the oldest one. I'm like, she just was not cool at all. And <laughs> Fran was just way cooler than her. And I'm just like, that is so pathetic. You have youth on your side. 
Yeah, Fran was also cooler than Cece. And she felt it. Way cooler than Cece. Cece was so... Also, another thing I love about the show is how they don't hide that they're rich. Like, they're just like, we're, yeah, we're rich and we're not going to apologize for it. I didn't miss that. I miss that because, like, for instance, if you look at a, like, not trying to say, like, it's not a bad show, but, like, for instance, if you look at something like a blackish, to me, they're rich. It's no I don't way. think they're rich. I feel like they, not rich, but I feel like they are well off. Well off. And I feel like they, it's not like, I feel like it's more like we are humble. Like, I mean, that's cool. But they I definitely just, one accident away from being middle class, though. I feel like Mr. Shatfield was Mr. Shatfield. But you the, know? The funny thing, um, the funny thing to me about, um, about Mr. Sheffield is the fact that he was rich and he was like just a playwright and like the joke was everybody was like well how are you so wealthy like you're a playwright like that was the joke um, in the show which is hilarious to me because I'm like yeah I was he also had an English accent I feel like they be sitting on (laughs) other money they be sitting on money from for the last 10 centuries I really feel like that he was sitting on he was definitely sitting on um some big buckaroos. Cause I'm watching the Gilmore Girls, and like there, this is one episode about inheritance, inheritance oh, from boy. England. Child, if you ever want to feel poor, go watch that. Like the like the grandma was like, I want to leave all of my earnings to you. I'm just like, wait, they, they grandma is English. So in the Gilmore Girls, yeah, uh, the main character's gr- uh, grandmother is English, and her dad came from England to go to Princeton. That's where she met met the mom. So the thing is, Lorelai was a rebel, so she left home because she had a baby at 16 and embarrassed her parents because they had Sadidi and stuff. But she, she was like, I don't need your money. Fuck it. So she lives a very humble life, but low-key, her parents are freakishly rich. So she hates hates them pretty much right but she still has inheritance and stuff like that so i'm just like yo oh my it's just days. crazy to think of inheritance like i know i ain't getting nothing so <laughs> i don't need to be wondering Her. the, thing, yeah, the beautiful that's what... thing is my mom has the home like both our parents own their home so yeah. it's like okay that is beautiful i'm i would be very happy that's like more than anything but that that's where it starts and that's where it ends <laughs> that's why i'm laughing because i'm thinking about a joke that was on a nanny and they were like the kids were like said something like i'm rich and then maxwell was like i'm rich you're, he was like i'm rich you're only rich until i die <laughs> and he said you're not rich until i die and i thought that was so funny like sorry like call me whatever Ooh, capitalist scum like i just think it's so funny that they don't care that they're rich also i'm obsessed with the fact that everything is just so fact i mean it's so like non-factual everything is just like it's a fantasy like it's literally <laughs> like the show is literally like how i would want my life to be if i when i was like 10 years old and i was writing like when i was 10 i thought that i was gonna be a rich writer have a big house like that's how that's why i think i'm obsessed with the show because it's literally like something that i would write when i was it's 10. like living a dream they live yeah. in a dream exactly that's why i love it um yeah and also like um the last thing i'm going to say is like of course um you know the 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 very surprising thing is like some of the 
the jokes are not bad. Like, you know how you rewatch that, you be like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, there is some stuff, some jokes in there that you like, oh, they could have not said that, whatever. But it's not as bad as, like, you know, some shows that I have. Yeah, re-watched. like Martin. Yeah, <laughs> Martin, Mar- you, you oh, be sitting on that JT. Like, I mean, it's very, I'm not going to lie, I still laugh at Martin, but I like Yeah, because Martin be like, oh, Pam, what is that? Whiskers growing out your face. You like, whoa. You just call it a She be like, he be like, you look like a man, Pam. <laughs> You like, whoa. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Oh my God. Stop the press. Yes. Yeah. And also, it's so much colorism. It's like distracting. But no, the, I love shows that age well. Like, all yeah, the girls. It, yeah. Um, and what's what to say? It's just a lot of fat jokes in it. And like, I, <laughs> like I'm sorry. sorry. I'd be laughing. Cracking the fuck up. Fat jokes, like, the thing is, they're, they're hardly ever like. Let me just shut up, cause I'm yeah. gonna try to defend it, and it's gonna be even more trouble. I'm sorry, so, but, but '90s fat jokes, <laughs> like death, it was so funny. Like her mom, this her mom said they that some place tried to fire her because she was a woman, and she said, "No, ma, they fired you because you ate all the donuts." <laughs> <laughs> You ever see that episode of Fresh Prince where they all all the kids are sneaking around a, a room and then they try to hide when Phil and Vivian come in? So they hide under the bed and then soon as Phil slept on the bed, all their hands and arms came from out there. Like, ah! No! <laughs> that used to send me. Like, stuff I'm, like that. They would always but also, um, like, get on uh, Phil. <clears throat> The fat jokes on there also is like, you know, women like complaining about their weight. I don't know. I know some people have a problem with it. Me personally, I don't, but I'm not the president of the fatty club and I don't want to be. <laughs> so like, you know, do if you will with that. <laughs> do if you will with that information. Oh, my God. I'm not the president and I'm going to, I'm going to make it clear. I'm here to make it clear. <laughs> uh, oh my god please but no i definitely got <laughs> watch the nanny thank you for clarifying your position <laughs> um yeah i think look i'm done with tea time all i'm gonna say is what we would have talked about y'all can look it up yourself <laughs> all right <laughs> drake got robbed or, try, or somebody broke into Drake house or at least the gate. They probably got tasered as soon as they hopped the gate. Um, Uzi and Uzi embarrassed JT and me, to be honest. He did. Yeah, uh, and Earthwind and Fire and the Osley brothers went against each other. People were lusting over Ron Osley on Twitter, which I, I'm like, Mr. Big? <laughs> I'm like, y'all need to get out the house. Yeah, because I'm like, all right, I looked him up and whoever like sprayed that beard on did a fantastic job. But at the end of the day, <laughs> like, it's the beard still Ron Mr. Arthur. Big. Like, and yeah, I always Mr. had a problem Big. with men like who seem like they got three, like, like, I don't know. They just seem like they are beating the shit out of every white they have. And but they also, they always seem like, yeah, and they always have a young wife, you know? I feel like they yeah. always with a young gal. And they always, it's just, I don't know how to behave around them. I feel like everything is disrespectful that I do. I feel like everything about me is disrespectful. I feel like they don't like the shoes that I wear. Even if I take my shoes off, that's not enough. Come on now, guy, you got to be a lady. Also, my nails. The, oh gosh, my nails. I feel like they would. Oh, Sabrina, they like, would like you. I think he would like you. I don't think you he think would so? like me. Yeah, I think he would like you because, like, you know, you keep your nails done. Th- I feel like, like your person. 
persona is something he would go for in a wife. I hate to say you're Ron Isley's type, but I think so. Um, but men like James Brown, Ron Isley, they're like, <laughs> one, I just be feeling like they going to slap the taste out my mouth at any moment. Like, and they, well, I think both of them have reputations for doing that. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know about Ron Isley. James Brown definitely did because uh, in the movie, he, Chadwick Boseman was James Brown. He slapped the shit out of his wife who was played by Joe Scott. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, he do seem like he a big slapper. Backhand. Pinky ring. Backhand slapper. And he'd be like, now that should have taught you something. He's like, what? Did I have to leave? <laughs> he like, now you listen here, girl. I'm the man up in here. I'm like, sure. Like, you what? definitely just should knock the shit out of me. So I ain't gonna say nothing, but... Yeah, it Crazy. definitely. Yeah, I feel like definitely everything is like, like you said, considered disrespect, and that, that definitely, um, that be stressing me out because I just yeah. feel like I just do stuff like unintentionally. Yeah, definitely. Ron Isley just and then eyebrows. Ah, uh, you know he definitely. I love the Isley brothers though. Don't let this like Ron Isley can make me uncomfortable. Talk get in the way of that. Like I listen to the Isley brothers just sometimes. <laughs> For no reason at all. Just yeah. I, I just turned them on. Um, we definitely know that about you. Yep, and Earth Wind and Fire, uh, amazing. Was fantastic. So check that. Check all those topics out if you want to learn more. I think. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I we're, think do, that's we're, done we're done here. We're done. We're done. Sunken place. This is gonna be quick too because I don't really even want to talk about this nigga like that. So little yachty. <laughs> okay. First, let's say this. We this was a difficult situation for both of us because we. Like little yaddy, um, I, could, I call him young yaddy. The, what the, no, I, I said little yaddy. I think one of us said that. One of us. It could have been. It probably was me. Sorry, forgive us. We're old birds. But anyway, yep. um, <laughs> I like little yaddy. I know Iman does. Um, especially you know when it, him and that Joe Buttons situation went on, we took the side of him. Period. Because Joe Button is a crunchy old bat. Um, and not to mention when um, Lil Yachty helped write uh, Act Up. Exactly. That was but, a win. But we have noticed, so there was a video circulating around, and it's like this dumbass white guy trying to explain why, um, talking about- Men can be hoes, but women yeah, can't. Exactly. Because, um, you know, has how everybody says that women choose who they sleep with, and men sleep with who they are allowed or, you know, whatever, blah, 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 which is true to some degree. But um, he was, like, saying all this stuff, and um, it was definitely very much given intel. And, like, he was, first of all, one of my biggest pet peeves, not my biggest pet peeves, but one of my pet peeves is when people do, excuse me, when people do duets on um, TikTok and they're not saying anything, they're just, like, looking. They're just at, agreeing. They're just, like, yeah, they're just, like, looking. Like, I don't, because the point of a duet is, like, one person's supposed to respond and the other person, you're supposed to say something. It's different when, for instance, um, Natasha Benningfield did, Benningfield did one um, with the, un, she was watching people do um, the, the dance to Unwritten. And I think but yeah, that's like, cool. Look at how that's full because, circle. 
Exactly. I think that's cool that she was, because it was somebody dancing to her song, and she was like, people wanted to see her reaction. That's different. But, like, mm-hmm. when people are, when somebody is saying something, and you just do with them, and you're just looking, and you're like, ooh, they making some points or whatever, that's weird to me. But anyway, Lil Yachty was, the only reason why we saw this TikTok is because Lil Yachty did a duet, and he posted it. The crazy thing is, I saw it, like, a few weeks ago, not, not a few weeks ago, maybe last week, but I was just so annoyed by it that I don't think I reacted. I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but you could have, yeah. I was just so annoyed by it that I didn't react. But um, somebody, um, a mutual of ours, um, posted it again, and I just was like, I forgot about this. This shit made me so mad because um, it is so, very. It's, so it's, the guy was like, women are the gatekeepers of sex, so they can't be this and the other in nature. So just a bunch of bullshit and angry yeah. shit to pretty much. Um, to pretty much make the men feel better. Like, it's a lot of men out here that are angry at women. And Lil Yachty confirmed himself to be on the side because while the man was talking all this shit about how women can't do certain things and men can, this is stupid-ass topic that I'm so tired of. Like, why? Like, I can't even fucking... I will do whatever I want when I want to, period. I don't give a fuck what any blockhead man got to say about it. So it's just like, why do y'all continue to talk? Like, women give a fuck. Like, we're ever going to listen. Who cares? This is exactly why y'all not getting fucked now. Not because of anything other than your vibe. It's terrible. But Lil Yachty was sitting there agreeing. And it's like, what... Me and Sabrina just came down to it, like, incels. You know, incels are taking over. It's definitely taking over. It is. And, like, I've seen him say, like, some stuff before that, um, that was definitely, um given like incel but i just was like you know whatever um and a lot of men like even like you know men can have like you know all this money and um all this stuff and they still can be angry at women because they have um like unresolved issues from when they were kids nine years old when they were freaking nine years old and being called like a booty like head or like you know or saying like they butt stink and like stuff like that and it's just like it's time to let that go um we it's not our fault you know it's not our fault and like i hate to i hate to sound corny but chalk it to the game we all got played definitely we all got our feelings hurt yeah like we we all got played. We all got our feelings hurt. That is no reason to bleed on people who didn't cut you and show up creating philosophies. And t- that's what's been bothering me. I have been seeing so many weak ass niggas on Twitter and real life. Like this isn't just online. Like, I be meeting people who always making it as if men are victims in some ways. And yes, toxic masculinity is harmful. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like assist man's issues are are worse than mine or like you know there's so many people who got it worse like when somebody's walking down the street y'all don't have to worry about am i going to get raped you don't have to have people like actively just not respecting you every single day because you're a woman and they feel like they can get over y'all are less likely to be abused y'all so many things y'all more likely to get paid more it's not my fault if you don't know how to work your privilege because you got absolutely no fucking juice that's what the problem be but yeah. I feel like it's all of our responsibility to hone in on boys and correct them and teach them how the process hurt so that they don't start to blame other people when something bad happens to them. And it's it just is like very dangerous when, you know, people, you can talk it up to, oh, like, incel, blah, blah, blah. But it's very dangerous when men have that, um, 
that ideal out I those ideas. It's a very dangerous <laughs> when they had, those ideas. I tried to use a big word, but ideologies. Yeah, yeah ideologies. It is very dangerous when men had those ideologies because that's how stuff happens. Like how you know people were, uh, you know, the majority of Asian people were murdered in a massage parlor. Like when stuff when men have those ideologies, that's like it is it can it definitely results in you know violence and when other men agree with that they are given the okay you know given permission other, they're given permission to you know be like oh you know what fuck them like who cares like you know whatever like you know she hurt me and this isn't her blah 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 also another thing if you that nigga if you got money and you got cars and all this stuff all these houses all this blah 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 and you still can't get bitches that's when you have it's, to reevaluate it's something within you you know it's something and i'm not saying that you that, and i'm not saying that that's his story you know because i've seen him with a girl um i, don't, I haven't seen her um recently but i've seen him with the girl and he still hates women says, regardless like yeah, you know what i mean because if you pumping that um if you're pumping that message then you know it's like what yes for sure um you definitely if you got money you know bitches it's on you and guess what that doesn't mean you have to go kill yourself or give up. That means maybe it's time to shine the light on yourself and say, well, damn, I thought I now have everything I thought I needed to get the attention of women and I still don't have it. So like, let me see what I can work on in myself so that I can attract what I want. Because that's what I do. Like, if I feel like, what, well, like, okay, when I had, when I was super thin, I didn't get what I want as far as a partner. When I was, you know, making the most money, I didn't get what I want as a partner. But one thing I can't control, and that's how I showed up. And can I honestly say I was the best for everybody I was with? No. So let me be accountable and work on myself and be the person that I need to be to attract what I want. That's all you can do. You know, that's really it. Because you can't make nobody like you. You can get on TikTok all you want, but you can't make nobody like you. <laughs> you have to you have to be and a lot of people are just not likable. So it's like the money won't make you likable. The money will get you get bitches attention, but it won't make them stay. That's just it. So it's like uh-uh, no, work on yourself. And I also want to say that when you like watch videos and stuff like this, it can make it very much like I can't stand men. I really can't. It is also important to remember that the ignorant people like to talk and the people with sense like to be quiet. So it's a That's lot very of people, true. That's very it's true. It's a lot of it's a lot of like I feel like the coolest niggas I know don't be on the internet. I swear to God. The guys that I really fuck with the most, like the best partners I've had, they all were people who were disconnected from online because they were so at peace. And they it's not like they did do what me and Sabria do, like trying to get a, a, a career in pop culture. They was regular people who was like, What do I gotta say to to the, to the internet so it's always people like this who seem like the the, the majority but the majority really is silent and playing xbox right now you know that's what they're that's doing. very oh. true because the, the niggas that be yep 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 like why do you have so much to say mr guy As a person who dates men I have to keep that in the forefront. Otherwise, I would have been gave up. Like, I have to keep it in the <laughs> forefront. There is regular people out here. It's just, this is all Not I'm seeing. Keep it in the forefront. I had to keep it in the forefront because I was like, you know what? This And that incel energy, I definitely met men who are like that. It's just like no talking to them. It's so much anger. It's like, you know what? I don't know what's wrong, but I'm going to leave before you start, you know, picturing somebody else's face on me. You know, let me just go. Yeah. Um. Her. So yes, your little Yachty is not canceled by any means, but I just want him to do better. He needs to he grow up. To. That's all. He, he, he definitely needs to grow up. Needs to grow up per. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so let's get into common senses. And once again, it was suggested by our girl, Ryan. So uh, she asked about our views on weed, specifically because Sabria had a little fun this weekend. I did. I did. I um I stopped in uh, 2018. And mm-hmm. um and now maybe I'm back. Maybe I'm back. <laughs> yeah, so Sabria hadn't smoked um uh, some Mary Jane since 2018, but for her birthday, she decided to come uh sorry, I don't know why I said she decided to come <laughs> out of retirement is what I meant. She decided to come out of retirement. Um and we had a blast. That's all I'm going to say. Now, before we get into this conversation, for liability reasons, you know, different states, different cities and stuff like that, um, where things are legal, some people got cards, all right? Some mm-hmm. people have medical cards without going into our business. Just know that, just in case anybody who ever wanted to offer us an opportunity is from 1954 and had a problem. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah, there's that. Also, we decided to talk about this because New York is legalizing uh marijuana or is it are they decriminalizing it okay the ultimate i think they um have decriminalized it yeah no so new york became the 15th state to legalize cannabis on march 31st the market has the potential to be worth seven billion once fully established the guide explains which companies are best positioned for the new market i want to get into the cannabis business like i'm not even going to lie to you like i definitely do i feel like all black people and people of color who got arrested for this dumb shit should have stock in this game because a lot of their lives and their entrance into the criminal justice system started. And it's just like, no one even going to address that, you know, like is that ever going to be talked about. So I feel like black people, people of color, if anybody going to own that market, it should be us. And I will still continue to uh, support street pharmacists and keep them in business um, because the dispensaries prices are different. Now, the benefit is you get to pick your strand, you get to do things like that. But I'm still going to support um, my local street pharmacists because most of them are my family. So mm-hmm. um, let's just get into, you know, a little talk about weed. We just want to talk about, like, you know, when we first tried it, you know, why we like it, what we do like about it, what we don't. And also, I think that if you are somebody who hasn't tried weed yet, but you're starting to hear, like, the de-stigma, stigma, destigmatization of it, right, and now you're interested... Maybe we can provide some, like, here's what you should do, here's what you shouldn't do. Because it's still a drug, you know? still is. So, um, when did you first try? If you feel comfortable sharing this. When I was 16 years old. When I was 16 years old. Want to tell us the story? Um, I was with my cousins. Shout out to them. And um, I don't really... I don't re- remember it that much. I just remember like it was just it was really fun and we was like so giggly and we was taking pictures. Like I still have pictures um from it. <laughs> and I was just like being like very silly. I remember just being like very hungry. Um and um I was just like whoa like i really i can't believe it i really i can't believe I, i'm doing this um when when you grew up what were your thoughts about like we were you like a person who believed everything that the people from dare said or were you somebody that's like this is cool i always thought <laughs> was, this was cool that's the scariest thing about me 
Um, and I am happy that I'm friends with you because like when it comes to certain stuff, I really be having no fear about some stuff. Um, <laughs> but you got the right one. I really be like, I don't be scared. Um, so I never was like scared. I never thought like, oh, like gateway drug or anything like that. I just never, I was always gung-ho. Like, what's up with it? See, I was the exact opposite. Um, so I did start start smoking when I was um 25. I actually did it for the first time and recorded Black Girl Brunch. So OG brunchers will remember that. My 25th birthday. Um and it was I I, I could get into why I decided to do it, but I always was afraid, to be honest. <laughs> I lived my whole life very much afraid. I thought that we was the exact same thing as heroin. Um, because like I just scare tactics work on me. They do. Like that's I'm able to scare myself into doing the right thing. Um, but it does scaring people don't work on everything. But also my parents, they just were like, if you do this, your teeth are going to fall out. If you do that, you're going to have a heart attack. Like they definitely led with fear. And so did the D.A.R.E. program. And so did all those commercials and stuff that you saw on TV. Like this was Katie before we, this is Katie after we, and she'd be like a zombie. You be like, whoa. So I, it just worked. I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want to be that person. But, um, and then like <laughs> high school and college, like I just had no desire. I was like, I really do enjoy being in my right mind and being sober. And then like anxiety and stuff like that started to get, started getting the best of me. And I'm just like, you know what? A drug is a drug, whether it's weed or whether it's like whatever the doctors prescribe to you. So why not try something else? And also by then I realized it wouldn't do anything significant to my health. And that's when I gave it a shot. I gave it a go. <laughs> and um, it's like I really didn't feel anything other than like laughter. But there was one time in the studio, like maybe the second or third time I tried it, my heart started beating fast as shit. I was like, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Excuse me. Um, before we get started, because somebody called 911. I need to go to the quickest cardiologist. I need to see a cardiologist. My shit definitely about to pop out of my throat. But then, <laughs> remember that? I was like, y'all, my throat. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I can't feel my throat. I was like, mm. I was getting annoyed because everybody was like, that's normal. I'm like, then why y'all do it? <laughs> Why do y'all do this? If this is normal, but you know, it was just very strong. <laughs> and also now it's a, it's a shame. Like now I can talk myself out of being paranoid. I'm like, Iman, listen, first of all, I'd be feeling like if it is a heart attack, it ain't nothing I can do about it. <laughs> right? I was going to have Yeah, you're, you're done. <laughs> so, and then I'm like, number two, it's not. It never is. You just, you know, need to take some deep breaths. That's all. So yeah, that's that. Um, why did you decide to, to take a pause? Um, because I felt like I was getting too, I feel like I was getting a little bit too crazy. Like, I felt like I was getting like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I felt like I was getting way too crazy. Also, I just wanted to, um, what am I trying to say? Um, now I'm like not even remembering why I did it, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like I was getting too crazy and I didn't want to like be I'm, like, obviously like not strung out, but like, I just didn't <laughs> want to do it anymore. Also, like people weren't reliable, uh, <laughs> people weren't reliable and that just blew me. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Um, yeah. 
So when like encountering on other people and like not have it just you was can't let so, yourself run out. That's the, the I realized just, that's the rule. It just was so much, and I just was like, I don't want it. Like this is just no. So yeah, I just I just stopped and um I uh, never had any negative um feelings towards it. Any like I had no negative feelings towards it. Like I said, yeah, I never just, felt judgment. Yeah, I just yeah, that's why I'm like I know she, uh, she listens to this podcast, but Savvy always like I'm sorry, and I'm like, girl, I am not judging. I don't care. I really yeah. don't. Um, it's not a big deal, and also like it's something that I feel like it is. Um, it's like something that is uh, you know, it's helpful to some people, and I feel like it's more um beneficial than you know, like pharmaceutical stuff. That, you know exactly you. because you know i don't really um i um i don't really well nobody enjoys it but i don't i don't really like the um like the antidepressants that i'm on um it's not that i don't like them it's just that the idea of taking like a pill uh why was i about to say peel but a pill <laughs> taking, a, <laughs> taking a pill to get my like it's like myself in check it's just like uh but also like the feeling <laughs> the feeling that you get when you don't take it it's just like I'm like that's just just too much like i don't yeah like that um I like just, you said when your body start acting different when you stop using something like it throw your mood like remember you had to tell me that i couldn't just stop taking in uh antidepressants and but i didn't know that and i was fucked up like kind of yeah and like you're you get headaches like your body like sometimes you feel shaky you can't I, like your eyes left or right <laughs> yeah like and for me since i've been on them for so long it like the more like the the longer i've taken them the more intense that the withdrawals get because i've been on them for so long so yeah i just like i'm like well dang i wish i would have you know took something else instead of this because i'm like oh this is just so intense but yeah. um yeah i just feel like um like i said it, it, i feel like it's so many um many uh what's i gonna say it's, it's it's a lot of benefits um, obviously with everything, you know, some people can go overboard, of course. but I feel like that is, you know, that's just gonna, I mean, if you're going to be overboard with that, you're going to be overboard with, anything. with everything. That's your personality. That's yeah, your that's, personality. Exactly. And like, I consider overboard, like, um, when people, like you ever meet somebody that you can't even talk to them because they got to hurry up and go smoke. Like that yeah. to me is very frustrating. Like people who, if you can't focus on the conversation because you aren't high or you can't be happy until you're high, no matter what that is, that's not a good habit. That is overboard. And I'm never like, just come on, come on, pass the blunt. Like, it's fine. I have rules. <laughs> and if I got to drive, it's not happening. I won't be doing it until I get home safe. Or I know I have a few hours. Like you saw how I did. I was just like, let me sit in this car until I'm good to go. Like, I just, yeah. no, like I'm no, I don't like smoke and drive. I know people who smoke while they drive. How the fuck you do that? <laughs> That's definitely on a list of don'ts, by the way. <laughs> like, it's not cool to then involve other people in your decisions yeah, and that's what that's you do true. when you get behind the wheel under the influence you have now involved the, everybody you drive by and put their life on the line to get high it's not worth it so i'm just like okay cool boom don't do it while you drive 
Don't be doing it every day. First thing, before you even get something on your stomach, you going to do smoking. That's overboard. You got to do that shit around your grandma. Like, I can't stand when, like, people be at their grandma's house, they got to run the back and smoke. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with you? And I see a lot of people tweeting, like, on Thanksgiving when you sneak out with your cousins. And I'm like, you know what? My cousins, it wasn't that deep. Like, it really wasn't. Like, that is a funny joke. Don't get me wrong. But when I look back at my own family... Like, it's fine. Now, we do we need some Hennessy? Yes, absolutely. But I just feel like we we really, it's a problem when you can't think into, unless you do something. Yeah, that's very true. Now, for me, I definitely would definitely prefer that over drinking. I, I really, oh, for like, sure. as I get older, I'm just like, drinking is like, Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big drinker. <laughs> I don't like drinking anything other than water. Like, I think I've shared that before. Like, yeah. I like drinking when I'm having fun, being happy, whatever the case. But if I'm just in a house, I don't want to drink. Like, I just, I feel like it'd be, make, it'd be splishing around, splashing around in your stomach. I just don't like that feeling. Yeah. So, and um, then, like, if, if, like, how you feel in the morning, it's just like... Yeah, the sickness you can get from it—it's just bad. It, yeah, I don't like not it. the one. And I know that there's people who have smoked until they've gotten sick. Um, have not experienced that. No. Um, never want to experience that. But um, yeah, I just feel like it's um, I feel like what I feel like definitely it should be decriminalized. And I just feel like legalized, not just decriminalized. It's yeah, not no. legalized. Like, come on. It's just no, it's it's stupid at this point because I'm like, I could just smoke it in California. And also they need to stop drug testing for jobs because that is classist as hell. Like that is a way to keep certain people out. It's racist. It's it's not inclusive. I'm like, all these companies talking about some diversity and inclusion. The first thing you need to do is drop drug testing. It has nothing to do with someone's ability to do their job. And most, and it's like y'all testing us the whole time the CEO is fucking high off Adderall and and perks and everything else. So it's just like, y'all, just because it didn't get caught in a drug test when somebody first enters, what's stopping them from developing a habit that could impact their job once they're already in? It's exactly. a waste of money. Like, it's an absolute waste, waste of money. Like, mm-mm. I agree. Now, I understand if your job is something like, I guess... Um, actually, no, I don't. I was going to say, I understand if you're like a doctor or something like that, but no, I don't. I, I feel like you need weed more if you're like doing a high exactly. stress job. Or I just feel like job. people just make it such a big deal. And it's just really, it's just really not. The it's whole just time, not the that, real enemy is alcohol. It definitely is alcohol. It's alcohol used for any medicinal purposes. Like think about it. Marijuana is a known fact that you can go get like a medical marijuana card can you get a medical alcoholic call card that says you know what the remedy could be wine yeah like drink wine as you know no you won't so i'm like one why is the thing that could be used to actually help people illegal and the thing that has have so many <laughs> examples of how it can hurt it's easy to access it's just everywhere it's, like, it's just ridiculous Exactly. I just feel like and cigarettes too. Yeah, yeah. I don't like cigarettes, but I just feel like um, what the hell was I about to say? It's um, it's. I feel like it's definitely okay to do, and I feel like it's okay if you stop and then you start again. And I know people are gonna be like, oh, like Sabrina, I thought you were straight edge or whatever. But I was talking to Iman about this, and I said, for me personally, um, I feel like as a black woman. That is not a space for me. Um, 
could I straight edge community, right? Could I yes. Could I elaborate on that? Yes. Will I? No. Um, <laughs> I think that I don't think you need to elaborate. Anybody to elaborate who that. knows what majority white punk alternative, just picture it. Come on, you already know that they are they could be freaks themselves, but they still racist. Exactly. Or so. exclusive. I wouldn't even say racist as much as exclusive. Like they're like, yeah, I won't call you a nigger, but I definitely won't talk to you and cultivate community in a relationship with you. Exactly. And I also feel like um just people just be um the people just be going through it. And some people just starting to take the edge off, you know? Oh hell yeah, I know. I definitely know. Um so how was it returning back to smoking? Like how did you feel? feel after being away from it for some time like were you like yep made the right choice or were you like this wasn't worth it um it was definitely fun okay um it was fun um i thought i had a lot of fun i'm happy I, you did too it was fun and i'm and i was like oh i, I kind of missed this because i had wanted to for a little while now but i was just fighting it you know hmm. i was fighting i was battling demons as I always am. Andre, please. I guess that. Um, I don't know why I said, I said I get to that. Like, who am I? <laughs> I just felt like E40 or somebody. But uh, so, do's and don'ts. So, I have a few do's um, and don'ts. The first thing I'm going to say do um, is your research. Do your research and decide when you want to. Like, don't start smoking weed because, you know, you see other people doing it or it looks like, don't. I know some people are really, really young and some people may not be really young, but might be really impressionable. Like, don't do anything because somebody else is doing it. Like, do your research. Um, it's also like, sorry, it, not to be rude, but like some of y'all is just too damn old to be impressionable. Like, come on. Yeah, but it is. It's just what it is. It's not even about should they be, but some people, they just are. Like, I'm like, regardless, yep, yeah, like you said, stop that. Here they go Enough. with these damn motorcycles and shit. Stop it, but also, like, just here's a friendly reminder to stop it, you know? Um, and also, shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, but do, do your research. Um, also, like, do your research on strands. Like, don't just think that every weed do the same thing. There are some weeds that, like, slow you down and some weeds that energize you. And if you're a person with anxiety, think about it. Do you really, really want to be even more hyperactive than what you are? I can't do that. Like, or, or if you think about if your energy is low and you're feeling lethargic, do you really want something that's going to put you to sleep? That could start to negatively impact you and then the whole, you know, medicinal part of it is taken away mm -hmm. so it's like make sure you know what's going on and with that don't be smoking with everybody don't do that like one it, we still in a panoramic so you know if, the, if, if we can't like sabria what do we do separate we, yep separate and we both, like, and we both fully vaccinated we're both fully We're vaccinated, still. you know, and I listen, I'm not going to say I would not share a blunt with people anymore. I would share, I have like a circle of people that I would do that with. Like I remember one time, this is all ghetto. We were like walking home um, <laughs> from a reap, like from the graveyard and my, somebody pulled out a blunt while we were on our way through the graveyard coming from a, a funeral. Somebody pulled out the blunt and was like, passing it as we were walking out and at first I was going to hit it I ain't gonna lie because it was like my cousins mm -hmm. but right before it got to me it hit like somebody else and I skipped I was like ah oh, no we was already like not supposed to be sharing a blunt anyway but I was just like having a grief moment but I'm like yeah you know what nope I can't do it because I don't know you like I really do not know you at all and I'm not pressed for anything you know I just 
No, I'm not pressed to be putting my mouth on other people's stuff. Like, you just, why would you do that? So, definitely, no uh, don't be smoking with everybody. Also, if you don't know where they got the weed from, that's exactly how, like, things like the DMX situation can happen. You could just assume, they could have just assumed you wanted what, you know? Mm-hmm. And you could have just assumed that they knew that that shit was out of pocket. Don't know. Like, please, don't be so thirsty. Watch who you buy it from and watch who you smoke with. That's why I tend to deal with my um cousins. And like I said, dispensaries. She's right. She's right. Listen to her. She's spitting. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, stuff I feel like. I, I mean, I wholeheartedly. Because when I lived in New York, them white kids, child, please. Sorry. They was into some things and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And I know my little cousins are watching me, too. Like, it's becoming a joke in the family that I'm, like, the hippie that, like, always is kind of, like, high but really productive. Like, it was... I think it's such a shock to everybody. Who's that joke? Every... Damn, you echo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Everybody in my family are saying, saying it now because they found out. You know, it's like I kept it a secret for so long. But then I was just like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, everybody in my family started to know anyway from how I was acting. Um, So, like, everybody thinks <laughs> how it's just so funny. I was just acting like I didn't care about a lot of stuff. <laughs> and like um I would be around there with D and M all the time. Everybody like, you know what you they, they they knew what I was doing. Like it was I'm like, I'm also an adult who pays all my bills, so I'm just gonna say what I do. Um but everybody in my family think it's such a twist because I was such a goody two shoes when I was younger and now like you're this now you are like this person. But yes, because everybody in the family is talking about it around the kids who look up to me, I don't want them to be like, oh, man, I'm going to start smoking. It's like, uh, listen, okay, I didn't start doing this until I was 25, and I'm very responsible. So if you are going to try to do it, make sure you know what you're doing. Like, make sure you know what you're doing. Yeah. Because ain't shit sweet once you start getting into, like, buying <laughs> illegal drugs. So it ain't shit sweet when you start buying things, you know. You be running around, uh, like, uh, what's the name, Smokey from Friday if you do the wrong thing. Yeah, you gotta watch it. You have to watch it. That's very true. So yeah, guys, uh, do your research. Don't smoke and drive, and don't buy from everybody, and don't let it, you know, get too crazy. Also, I can't stand when people make um certain types of videos while they smoke. Like I, (laughs) it's some things people can do while they smoke that is cool. That I'm like Rihanna. Rihanna always looks cool with blood. Yeah, because like I made a video, but I did not post it. I. Just want to see how I look. Or like some girls, like, you know, blow some, like Solange blows like smoke out. It's just as cool to me. But then there's some people where I'm like, is this like your first blunt or something? Like, why are you showing it off like this? Like you've never had anything before. It's just like, it's the same as, it's the equivalent to people like holding certain bottles up. You know what I mean? It's like a right and wrong way to do everything. If you see a 45 year old man holding a deuce, a a pint of Dusa, you can be like, baby, come on. Yeah. Not the pint. Wait, is the pint the real small one? Yeah, I think so. The pint, yeah, 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 it is, it is. Because I was, I remember thinking about ice cream, pint. When I used to get from a Chinese store, a pint or a quarter, yeah, a pint of henny for forty niggas, and y'all really gonna post with this? Like, please. But uh, that's it, guys. Just that is it. That is it. Hey there, baby. Okay, sorry. I was just reading a text message, which I shouldn't have done in the middle of a podcast. But guys, thank you so much for joining us. We just want to give a little bit of gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Um, I'm giving a gr- gratitude to Kiel's Grapefruit Body Wash and to Jamaican food because I love both of it. Oh, God, what I would do for Jamaican food right now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Please. Um, I would like to. Oh, you was done? Yep. 
I would like to um, give gratitude to everybody that wished me a happy birthday. Everybody that sent me money. Like, thank y'all so much. Like, y'all did not have to do that. It was just, uh. thank y'all so much. And it helped me so much. Um, you don't even know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for everybody. I, I didn't get to, um, you know, say thank you to everybody personally because I was honestly overwhelmed. But that is a good thing because it's just like, I, but I just truly appreciate it. Like, I cannot say thank y'all enough. Thank you, guys. That was so kind. That was so sweet. Um, yeah, guys, we appreciate you always. Make sure you follow us on the socials. You can follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. You can follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Imama Tay. And you can follow me on Twitter at It's Miss Tay and Sabria. You can follow me at It's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. And also, you can follow me at Vegan Bread Style for vegan treats. And guys, uh, while we're talking about the socials, please, really quick, uh, AJ is writing on Twitter, at AJ is writing, created a Black Girl Brunch quotes page. Yes, it hilarious. is fucking hilarious. It's I can't believe that anybody would make a Twitter page of the things we say. Like that is mind blowing, and it's just like warms my heart that people care enough about what we say to do something like that. But guys, please follow it. It's so funny. Also, um, I'm noticing that some people are like, if you have a Black Girl Brunch quote, you can at the page, and then we can like retweet it at us. Like that is so funny to think about what we said four years ago because now it's starting to get crazy how how our age difference is just like affecting probably <laughs> some of the things we talked about and i'm like what the fuck like we're really coming on four years so i always appreciate that so make sure y'all follow that page at that page at us all those things um we love y'all so much have a good one Mwah. bye peace